2: What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Craft Brewed Sports. I'm Mike, sitting in here with me as always, my main man Scott. This Craft Brewed Sports, Scott, for the first time in 2017. Wow. Let's tap this keg
3: of sports knowledge. You pump, I will pour. Yeah. All righty, um, we back. <laughs> yes, I, f- <laughs> I feel like a uh, hangover with a uh, stew. We are back. <laughs> It feels good, man. This was a
2: long time being off. How you feeling? Everything going good?
3: Everything so far so good. Fam's a few days into the the new year, yeah. Fam's good. Fam is good. good Only false part is got to go back to work soon. <laughs> <laughs> <For real job. laughs> yes, Christmas was good. How was yours?
2: Good, man. Awesome. First one with the little man. We yes. got him a Santa brought him a radio flyer. So we were oh wow and it Santa's was nice like old school huh yeah and it was cool because like it was nice Christmas day it was like 50 degrees so we like went for a walk nice <laughs> we were like yeah. oh, sweet. we could S-
3: use this early I' want sports in my house we got nice I got a mini basketball hoop and got a score center like smaller shorter basketball hoop nice. that has a uh, soccer net on it. Jordan is going to learn sports one way or another. And we were dunking with him on uh, Christmas day. Now he walks over to the basketball hoop and you know, looks at it and wants me to pick him up and so we work on work on his dunking skills.
2: That is awesome, man. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that with my boy. He's not. He's not dunking. Yeah, he'll soon. get there though. He'll get there. <laughs> but you- I,
3: mine won't actually ever dunk on anything other than this. <laughs> this tiny mini rim. It's about the only thing his father can dunk on. So I can palm this little tyke's ball. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, son, you just got schooled. <laughs>
2: Oh, shit. Well, thank you guys for uh, for sticking with us, even though yes. we took some time off. Welcome back. It feels great to be back and doing the show again. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed your time away from us and uh, it had good holidays. Scott, let's talk about this beer that we're pumping out today. Yes, this First is a an interesting one from the get-go. <laughs> so Scott had mentioned to me, hey, let's see if we can find a beer that's like, Maybe something about the championship games because those are coming up, or something about the new year. Maybe go there, and I was like, "Do we have to go like high life champagne of beers?" Because that's all (laughs) I could figure to tie in the new year. Didn't find anything that worked, but I ended up finding a beer uh, at from Atwater Brewery, which is up in Detroit. This one is Black and Cran. It is a bourbon barrel aged cranberry imperial stout.
3: And as we know, Mike loves anything in a bourbon. Yep. Bourbon, hey, bourbon and you, barrel aged. You
2: bourbon barrel aged and I'm on board. Um, this is 9% ABV. I couldn't find it on their website, which is kind of weird that they don't do that. But this is basically a bourbon barrel aged stout. And then they add cranberries to it
3: to give it a pretty heavy cranberry flavor i think it's the other way around i think they age cranberries <laughs> and then add some stout to it later I, that's that was my first impression <laughs>
2: all right so I, I told you when i got this that there was a i had like an ulterior motive for picking mm-hmm. this one up this is called black and Cran, and i figured that could just be a cool nickname
3: for each other on, on this show <laughs> I had no idea where you are going when you said there was an but I assumed it was something that was going to shit on me, but it's actually a pretty good one. And a nice nickname. This is, a, uh, this is Crab Root Sports this with black, black and, and cran. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, you brought your sense of humor to 2017.
2: I did. You know, I'm awesome. trying, to, trying to
3: shake off some rest here. So. Cap. <laughs> What do you think of this
2: beer so far, man?
3: Well, like I said, I'm heavy on the cranberry taste, but when you first said, you know, here's what I got, I was jokingly bitching that I thought it would be another one of those beers that, oh, it's a stout that maybe smells like cranberry. There's hints of cranberry (laughs) that they thought, oh, we'll put a dark red label on it and they won't know the difference. No. (laughs) On the first drink... (laughs) I wondered where the stout was because it is heavy on the cranberry. Yeah. Man. Heavy on the cranberry and cranberries are a unsweetened. They are very bitter and very just oh, tart. And so that was <laughs> that first drink. That's that's about as easy to explain as it can be is that yeah, it's a very tart. It smacks you in the face. Yeah. But as it's gone, it's it's going down smoother. I'd enjoying it so far
2: yeah it's pretty good i wonder how different it would be in a glass because we are going straight from the bottle i did think around, that so.
3: immediately after i took that first sip was is this one of those ones i'm supposed to drink in a glass <laughs> yeah that, let it breathe yeah it's like <laughs> whoo, all the cranberry just rushes at you like an ocean spray called and they want their shit I feel,
2: back you know what though i feel like there'd probably be even more cranberry taste in a glass because you're getting the aromas there's more it's room true. for the aroma to breathe so variation. Maybe, yeah, it's like a wine. You pour that into yeah. a glass and it opens things up. I don't know. We'll see. I just, like I said, I uh, like how I said, it's like when you pour wine into a glass, it opens up. Like most people drink wine from a bottle. Or, oh, I wait. Don't. You're not supposed to drink <laughs> wine from a bottle? <laughs> I've been drinking wine the wrong way for a long time. <laughs> She'll probably get that drink, looked at. <laughs> I drink it from a bottle uh, that's inside of a brown paper bag. <laughs> yeah. And go on. <laughs>
1: I'm waiting for the problem to arise.
2: Uh, nope, that's, about, that's all I got. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> all right, man. Well, yeah, we'll see how this beer holds up uh, throughout the episode here. But uh, how about we get into some Upper Deck?
3: All right. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> but Upper deck as always is brought to you by audible.com fans of craft brood sports that's you can test out audible service with a free 30-day trial offer that includes a free audiobook download no strings attached even if you cancel your trial within the 30 days you still get to keep the audiobook
2: all you have to do to get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook is head on over to audibletrialcom slash sports that's audibletrialcom trial.com slash craft sports or head on over to our website, craftbrutesports.com. Click the
3: Audible Trial link in the menu bar. We're going to kick off the first Upper Deck of the Year with a little baseball. Of course the of. we are. Because <laughs> it's cold as shit outside. Why wouldn't we talk baseball? Well, and it's us. So. Yes, I was going to say. Everybody who listens to the show knows that we love baseball. So deal with it. And apparently both of our teams were um, involved in some news this week Or, well, just a couple of days ago We found out that apparently Debt Dude BP, Brandon Phillips of the Reds uh, Blocked the trade that would have sent him to my Atlanta Braves Uh, The Braves and Reds were apparently in heavy talks back in November To acquire the services uh, of Brandon Phillips down in Atlanta And Phillips invoked his no trade clause Which he has 10 and 5 rights He's been in the big leagues forever
2: I, I don't understand why he would block this trade. So at first he was like, I, I don't want to get traded. I want to try to win a championship. Like that was his goal. Was yeah, because this isn't the
3: first time he's blocked a trade f- from the Reds to another team. Yes. He first blocked, time from Atlanta.
2: He blocked a trade to the Nationals which right then and there I was like okay which is weird
3: cuz they're championship contenders. Yeah,
2: and Dusty Baker is coaching and he's yes. a big Dusty Baker guy. Like you you have a much better chance of winning a championship with the Nationals than you do with the Reds. It
3: made total sense for him to go there.
2: Yes, and he blocked that trade. So that was weird. Now he's down he's got 1 year left on his contract, right?
3: Yeah, this is the final year of his deal, which Atlanta has been scooping all of those type yeah. of deals up because they're in rebuild mode much like the Reds, but they're just trying to get veterans that, you know, they can probably <laughs> Flip at the yeah. deadline for high Which is maybe The only thing that, that I can think why, of yeah. Why Brandon Phillips Would veto the deal Is that he's thinking I don't want to go to a rebuilding team Where I lose my veto rights yeah, And yeah, then yeah, yeah. be sent from my hometown To another city at the trade deadline It becomes all messy That's the only thing I could come up with that well, Why yeah. he would reject this deal Because he has in Atlanta He's well, from Atlanta Right But
2: wh- Yeah and that's what I'm saying Like what does it matter Even if that happens Even if you get flipped at the deadline And you have to go- finish out the year somewhere else You've only got the rest of that year on your contract. You're a free agent at the end of the season
3: anyways. Yeah. Well, and let's be honest. Phillips' career is almost at its end. Yeah. I mean, he's got, you know, maybe one or two years left after this. That's it. So I'm shocked that he's not chasing a championship, which... If you are chasing a championship, Atlanta's not the
2: place to come right now. Right. But... But he's not chasing a championship or else he would have gone to Washington. Yeah,
3: exactly. When that trade came So out. I don't understand... He's,
2: he's just enjoying the fact that he's got a cushy deal here in Cincinnati and he can do whatever the fuck he wants and nobody says shit to him and he's going to be upset to lose that no matter where he goes.
3: Which is also a weird thing to have, though. I mean, if, he, if you ranked the things that you would want as a player... Championships, most players, you assume that's what they want. Money, high up there, obviously. Comfortable surroundings, family, all that other stuff. The ability to just be the man somewhere and, (laughs) you know, be able to kind of suck it up, but know that the fans still love you, like... I feel like that would rank pretty low on my list of priorities.
2: But if it's, hey, there's no pressure on me here, even if I suck, who cares? My team sucks anyways, and I can talk a bunch of shit to beat writers. (laughs)
3: Well, yeah, but if I was going to another team and I knew I was only going to be there for a year, I'd feel like I'd have the same same power.
2: That's true. It's like uh, Parkman in uh, Major League Two. He's... (laughs) just <laughs> just a That's dick a to everybody. comparison <laughs> but i mean why
3: not i don't know it's a very weird story wouldn't give a shit other than the fact that it involves you know both of our teams and the fact that phillips is from atlanta has a home yeah. there it's just odd and it's not you know i know he's a big thing in cincinnati but there's it's not like he's an icon here or anything like that like there's nothing they're not going to erect a statue of him and No, there won't be
2: a dad dude bp statue no (laughs) i want to know who the reds were supposed to get back for him now that's that's
3: the the thing because there was no reporting what what they were getting back and i'm always nervous whenever i hear the braves are involved in a trade because all they have are prospects and there's a lot of guys and i know you never want to fall in love with your own prospects but there's a lot of guys that I'm like, I don't want to trade any of these yeah. guys. But Atlanta has done very well so far in their rebuilding process when they have made trades of flipping the guys that I'm like, OK, I don't care if that guy goes. Yeah. And you assume that they know more about their prospects because they're in a house. So you, you think assume so. that anybody that I mean, when they got rid of Peraza, who is who the Reds want to give more playing time by getting rid of BP, Peraza <laughs> got flipped to the Dodgers then ended up with the White Sox and then made it to the Reds. Well, who knows like what it is that he actually is going to be, but the Braves saw something in him that said, nah, eh, we're not as high on him as everybody else is. Yeah. So you understand that the guys that they have, that they're willing to trade, there's a reason for it. And of course, there's always the notion that you have to get some, give something to get something. But in this case, on a one-year rental, where the Reds were going to eat a bunch of the contract, yeah. meaning they were probably yeah. going to get a little bit better of a prospect, it's still probably going to be somebody that Atlanta wasn't too worried about losing as far as building for the future that's a
2: yeah that's the weird part to me is why would you go with another team who's rebuilding like i don't i don't know you're not going to get the the top prospects because that team wants to hang on to them yeah so it's a weird <laughs> it, it's not a match yeah for market i i totally I understand
3: why it. the braves are trying to do it but for the reds besides trying to get peraza the playing yeah. time there's not much benefit to it I right
2: before we go to the next story, did you see the the thing about uh, the Mets wanted to trade Jay Bruce back to the Reds for no. Billy? <laughs> they wanted Billy Hamilton. So they were talking about trading Jay Bruce back that's to hilarious. the Reds.
3: We'll give you the guy back. That's that's you can you have him back. I don't know wish. some funny, that, that's some shit that I used to do in Griffey. Just get guys and then get the guys that were high enough to flip to the teams that I wanted the players. And if it meant that they were on the same exact team, it didn't matter because the computer was so stupid yeah. that they would accept the trade just based off the guy's ratings. So you could you know mess mess with the math or whatever and get the guy you really wanted, even if it meant trading back a guy that. You <laughs> already <laughs> traded for love that Mets trying to pull some uh, mid-90s video game griffy shit
2: i'm surprised that hasn't worked out who knows maybe it still will because the reds management is awful uh,
3: <laughs> that would be funny they're like man we've heard a lot about that jay bruce guy <laughs> hell yeah we'll trade away Hamilton for him
2: love to have him on the team need to need that leadership scouting report here says he's pretty special uh, moving on in upper deck here college basketball story for you some news out of Duke, and no, it's not that uh, Grayson Allen is back after a one-game ridiculous suspension, but it's, the, it's that Coach K is undergoing some back surgery. He's going to be out for about four weeks. This normally wouldn't be that big of a story, but there's some history here. For those of you that don't know, back in the 94-95 season, Coach K uh, started off, the Duke uh, Blue Devils started off their season 9-3. and three. They were a top-10 team first game in acc play they played clemson and lost and as soon as that happened all of a sudden coach k was like oh my back hurts <laughs> <laughs> and was out the rest of the year claiming a back injury and saying his back was bothering him and blah blah blah. still was able to entertain vince carter at his house to try to get vince carter to come to duke um, failed yeah he did <laughs> fail at that but uh the, that's not the shitty part about it he later petitioned the NCAA to get those losses stricken from his record and like removed and put on the assistant coach that took over Duke for that season. So basically, he saw the writing on the wall. He saw that Duke was going to be shitty that year, and then all of a sudden, his back started hurting, and he was out. And now, fast forward to 2016-2017, Duke starts off pretty well. They, they're a top-10 team. First ACC game History They, they lose itself. And now all of a sudden It's Oh I need back surgery <laughs> <you>, rat faced <laughs> Piece of shit Yeah The The coincidences Are
3: Pretty uh, Suspect it's,
2: If <laughs> you will Yeah He's a Fucking rat. I hate him so much. I hate Coach i K- I've hated him well, ever I never since knew so our freshman this year.
3: Until you passed the story along to me, and I'm like, wait a minute. This has happened before? Because obviously I had been up on what was going on right now, and, but wasn't thinking much of it because I'm just like, whatever. So he's old, having back issues. No. <laughs> when you connect the dots of this happening before and then add in the fact that he petitioned to have yeah. those losses taken off like, wait a minute, this guy's just a sleazeball who's totally worried about his legacy and his wins-loss record, and will do anything to make sure that it stays in tech. So it's totally suspicious that the exact same thing happens.
2: Not even, uh, I guess, well, I guess that is like 20 years, 10 years, 20 years later, he's doing the same fucking thing. I would say, watch and see what happens, because if Duke does well during this four weeks going on
3: a run his back will magically heal he's going to come back early oh, yeah. it's yeah. going to be oh I'm,
2: I'm feeling so much better
3: and then it'll be miraculous comeback from right. back surgery and, right oh he's such a. Oh, can't believe how brave is coach can yeah, yeah, come yeah. back after this he after loves back this surgery. program he, so exactly. much that he will forego his full rest and if they
2: go on a run I guarantee you there won't be any type of petition to remove the record and that's the he's going to take them W's <laughs> because
3: it's asshole. easy to petition for losses not so easy if they had been wins if they had right. been wins you wouldn't been petitioned to be nope. like oh no, no no those aren't my record bro. yeah
2: i i recruited those kids those are my yeah. kids so yeah it, i'll be interested to see what happens with this and i kind of hope duke tanks and that he does petition the ncaa just so you could be like we heard that on craft brew sports first <laughs> <laughs> espn
3: ain't talking about this shit <laughs> that's right they hope on they help on bigger shit we dig a deep <laughs> Uh, Speaking of bigger shit, uh, the NFL playoffs are underway, (laughs) and here's a classic story for you. So, Mike, you know how it goes. We talked about it earlier this year. When it comes to promotions and love local the places, promotions. yeah, I mean, if it's if it's not a, a state getting heavily discounted up in Ann Arbor, only to <laughs> not be discounted later on when Harbaugh runs up the score, it's this story. So the playoffs are starting, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing against the Dolphins. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Promanti Brothers. Love Promanti Brothers, man. I'm so jealous that you said you love it because that means you've had it. Oh yeah, it's on yeah. my bucket list. I've seen oh, so many shows about how awesome the sandwiches are I, I, I want it just based on that and it's good Liz, who's a huge fan of the show and listens, is also from Pittsburgh and tells me that it is everything that I think it is. It blew my mind when I realized you could put french fries on a sandwich. Yes. And I was
2: like, are you fucking kidding me? And coleslaw. This changed my world. Yes. Such a good place. And they opened one up in my hometown in Youngstown. So now, oh oh yeah, my family's like, hey, I'm at Primanti Brothers. I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them to send some down, damn it.
3: Anyway, so Primanti Brothers in Pittsburgh is, is on board with the whole, you know, let's support the local team. Yeah. And they're saying, well, this week, since they're playing the Dolphins, they won't be selling any of their famous sandwiches with fish. But the only problem about that is that a dolphin's not actually a fish. <laughs> the, I guess they didn't get the memo. Hey, hey, Liz, could you could you call up the people at Permani Brothers and tell them that a dolphin's actually a mammal? <laughs> not Not a fish? Like, I... I get what they were going for, and it, it's all well and good until you break it down and realize that <laughs> until Nice Ventura comes in here and <laughs> sets you straight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, it, it's pretty weak. <laughs> I, you know, as as far as promotions go, it's not the worst. I still think that steak was way more steak dangerous. was. A, yeah, but was this is just promotion. one of those things where when somebody points it out, you're like, yeah, well, you know what we meant. <laughs> So, <laughs> get your shit together for Manny Brothers. Do, I don't even know if they have a lot of fish. Like I don't That was even my think first thought, was that seller. I didn't think that fish was even on the menu. And it must be. It's you gotta be be able to get a idea. sandwich yeah. with fish, because I mean, they wouldn't, you know, go out of their way to say, hey, we're not gonna make it with fish. Right. But I highly doubt that fish is a high seller. No. That, that's, that's not the place you're going to, to get a fish sandwich. No. With fries. <laughs> no, you're getting...
2: You're getting the the Capicola. Yeah, yeah. You're getting the pastrami. You're You're getting the high
3: fat meats. You're not worrying (laughs) about no damn meat dig.
2: You know what, though? Hang on. I'm looking at their menu right now. They have, they're actually, this is kind of ridiculous on their part. They've got a colossal fish and cheese, they have a sardine and cheese. They have a tuna fish and cheese. Who
3: the fuck is going to order sardines on a sandwich? Apparently
2: people in Pittsburgh, man. And they got a fish and cheese. So that, that one's kind of suspect. It's just like, it's fish and cheese. Don't ask which fish. Just, <laughs> it. just fucking eat it. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fish you got? We got fish, fish. What's the <laughs> fish of the day, fish? <laughs> mm, that, sounds that sounds good. good that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would never, I wouldn't be eating fish at Primanti Brothers.
3: Yeah, and regardless, dolphin's not a fish. So no. there's that. <laughs>
2: well, there you go. That's that's a story. Uh, Let's stick with the NFL Get it together Liz (laughs) (laughs) Let's stick with the NFL We had uh, the end of the season last week And with the end of the season normally comes Some records that get broken Uh, And Alex I apologize to you Ahead of time for this one man But Reggie Bush of the Buffalo Bills He set an NFL record this year Probably not a record that anybody would want He did not get a carry in the season finale, and because of that, he cemented his place in history as the first non-quarterback in the NFL since the merger to rush for negative total yardage on at least 10 carries. This season, he went
3: 12 attempts
2: minus three yards. Ouch.
3: I thought it was rough. a shitty way to end the season last year when he was on our team the 49 Niners, <laughs> and he tore his ACL slamming into the concrete uh, in his last game of the season midway through against the Rams yeah
1: and
3: got carted off and that was it he only played five games this is a much shittier way to end the season really when you're, when you're running way. back and you end up with negative yards.
2: Really shitty way, man. This um, got to
3: make you feel good, though, Mr. Bush push.
2: He literally was like, nah, it's it's fine. I'm not worried about it. I just didn't get a lot of carries. It's like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. you feel shitty about that. You yeah. Can't. But, yeah, it does make me feel good. <laughs> of course You're goddamn right. Does. you goddamn right, Reggie Bush. You piece of shit. At least he's
3: got that Heisman. Go- uh, oh, oh. Whamp, no. <laughs> <He doesn't. laughs> At least he's got Kim Kardashian. Oh, oh man, double now. whammy. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, Reggie. <laughs> if you listen to the show, we we love you. No, we don't. Fuck you,
2: Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do suck. Yeah, so. <laughs> sucks to suck, huh? Uh, but Alex, I do apologize to you, man, because that's got to be shitty to know you have a running back. That's like I mean I think they've got another running
3: back that's been a little bit more famous for something worse than getting negative yards. So I don't think they're concerned about Reggie about Bush it. getting negative yards. They have a running back in their history that's done something much worse than getting negative yards in a season. So moving right on from Reggie Bush. Right on to the next story. Oh, well, uh Bobby Bowden, he's Not always been this crazy, right? Well, uh, an interview on uh, Mike and Mike this week over at the Espen, he said that (laughs) kids that grow up without a father in their life wear earrings because they want to be like their mom.
2: That's weird. That's fucking weird I don't even know What the fuck that means That's uh, He's saying that They don't have A father figure So they No 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 I mean I
3: understand What he's saying I don't understand Like how his brain (laughs) How they How it correlated In his mind That that made sense
2: Like that I mean it's Bobby Bond He's like 95 years old So (sighs) Some of those Brain things Don't necessarily Connect all the way Fucking I'd be like
3: Oh oh, Alzheimer's Early onset (laughs) At any rate, uh, he later added that he was joking because, of course, why right. wouldn't you be? Well, because when you say something <laughs> that's kind of racist, you're like, nah, "I was just playing. I'm just kidding." Not only is this racist, it's borderline retarded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, um, just joke it, but up, but jokes. <laughs> 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 if we switch it from that to from from cat to but up, but up, but um, he later added that he was joking And he didn't appear to be joking When he was asked if the furthest that he's gone to land a recruit He responded by saying that he slept in a boy's bed The night before signing day While other coaches were out in the front yard Waiting for 7 o'clock What the fuck um, He slept in this kid's bed Yeah And then got up and had breakfast Because <laughs> I mean why, what else would you do said?
2: mama made bed? me breakfast Yeah You fucking weirdo
3: He said I knew I had him And that was back when you could do that you can't do that anymore. Huh. Really? Oh. I've never heard that as a recruiting tactic.
2: I have. Uh, Jim Harbaugh slept at a kid's house.
3: Didn't he sleep at <laughs> a tree house?
2: I don't know where he slept, but he slept over. He had a sleepover with yeah. a recruit.
3: Okay, well, if Harbs is doing it, then okay. Fuck it. <laughs> but, th- but Bobby Bowden, first, first of is all, weird. I
2: have so many questions. It's <laughs> weird. You slept weird. in the kid's bed? Weird. <laughs> Where'd the kid sleep, first of all? Or are you like, get the fuck on the couch, kid. I'm Bobby <laughs> Bowden, look at us, right? <laughs> Second of all, his mama cooked you breakfast in the morning? How come you weren't trying to sleep in mama's bed, Bobby? Like, that would be the better thought process there. Kid, you stay in your bed, I'm going to sleep in mama's bed, and then she's going to make me breakfast in the morning. That's how badass I am.
3: That'd have been gangster. <laughs> right? <laughs> that
2: would be like... Tip of the cap to you, Mr. Bowden. <laughs> not know. you fucking old crazy bastard. I ran through
3: these fatherless kids' mamas and then got them to come play for me. I'm the greatest coach of all time. Like, oh, shit. That interview was the best. In fact, we would have been playing sound bites from that interview instead of talking about how stupid this interview was. Yeah.
2: If he would have just said, son, take that earring out of your ear. Go into your room. I'm going to take your mom into this room. Jesus. <laughs> and she's going to cook me breakfast in the morning. I would have been I'd been doing the tomahawk chop on this show right now. <laughs> uh fucking weird, man. That's so weird. Yeah. I didn't listen to the interview. Did you listen to the interview at all from that? uh
3: no, I made it a point not to listen to any <laughs> ESPN radio <laughs> while I was uh on vacation from work. Not because I don't enjoy it a lot cuz I do. I research a lot of stuff to like steal for our show. Yeah. Yeah. And right. hey, make our show better. But <laughs> I did make it a point, especially for Mike and Mike, to just avoid it. It's...
2: I kind of wish I would have listened now just to hear their reaction to that because there had to be some awkward
3: The only problem with pauses. them is they, they are rarely confrontational. So that's yeah. something that I would – if Bobby Bodden was having the interview on our show, we'd be like, wait a minute. You you What? Which straight up what? just call That's him out about fucking it. weird. Man. I'm guessing that those two just glossed over it. <laughs> I mean, I love Mike and Mike too, but they're very non-confrontational. That's true. They so. they were
2: probably like, yeah, you could sleep in a coach's or a coach. Could yeah, sleep in a them were the good
3: oh. old days, right, Coach? <laughs> All right, well, see you later. <laughs> Drop a promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would.
2: We need guests like that on our show to get the really hard-hitting questions. You ever slept in a recruit's bed? (laughs) You're on the clock. Well, the the real hard-hitting question is like, what the fuck are you thinking?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That too. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Those those types
2: of hard-hitting journalistic questions. Yes. All right, let's wrap up Upper Deck here. Last story for you. This is your first beer news of 2017. A Swedish brewery, Pang Pang, has developed a beer specifically made for drinking in the shower. My brother is going to love this story. Well,
3: dang dang. <laughs> How long have you been waiting on that one? I just came to <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh The beer is called Shower Beer. That's the actual name. And it's designed to be drank in the shower before you go out for the night. The beer itself is a, quote, sweet but strong pale ale. And it's only six ounces, which is weird. But they say that the reason why they only made six ounce bottles is because it's designed to be gulped down in three sips while you're taking a 10 minute shower uh, It doesn't sound like much, but it's also 10 percent ABV so it's I mean even at six ounces that's like having two beers in the shower because that's essentially having two five percent ABV beers.
3: I already came I just brainstormed the car farm. okay so they got a, you got a dude from in a, sh- a shower. Waste oh, man. up, man. You're not seeing anything. You sure so, about that? Yes. Yes. There's no Dixon beers. <laughs> <laughs> and shower beer. But while you, you, they drink the six ounce beer in this commercial, because, I mean, you're only talking three sips. Three cults. sips, yeah. But the whole time, Black Eyed Peas is playing, let's get it started. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Then <They're> the like. <laughs> shower beer. <laughs> get yours. Boom. I love Call Me Up Ping Ping. <laughs> or pang pang. Pang pang. I
2: love that uh, I love that this it is and a, a thing thing. <laughs> I love this is a product that people are like, listen, we gotta solve a problem <laughs> that <laughs> is facing drinkers across the country. Shower beers just aren't meant. For <laughs> beers yeah. aren't meant for shower beers. we got to come
3: up there, with a real there shower. There are beer. so many people who are deprived of beer in their shower. We have got to come up with a. This. this was Obama's final thing in office. Like, before I leave office, y'all got to find a way to get these shower beer problem situations figured out. You know how many times in the last eight years I've been in the shower with no beer and wondered. What the hell is America doing? And, of course, we've got to
2: go to Sweden where they got universal health care and fucking everybody's Sweden happy. knows what, uh, <laughs> what's going on. Well, now we know why yeah. everybody's happy in Sweden because they got fucking shower beers brewed right for you. This has been Upper Deck brought to you, as always, by Audible.com. Yeah, that was a fun Upper Deck. By, that was a great Upper Deck. <laughs> brought to you by French fries on your pizza or your sandwiches. Ah, oh, fuck. I fucked <laughs> it up. I went for a joke. <laughs> I went for a joke and I fucked it up because I was all excited to tell you while I was looking up their menu. There's a Primani brothers in Beaver Creek.
3: We go going to Beaver right Creek. Right up seventy five. Let's go on yeah. Beaver Creek after right a show. little trip. Let's go. We're gonna go right up seventy five. Hi, I like the mammal sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not serving that I this wonder, week. I
2: wonder if all the other ones are doing that, because they've got like stuff in
3: indianapolis there's i doubt it I pro- it's probably just the pittsburgh there's
2: permane brothers in florida too
3: wow i didn't know they had expanded that i didn't life. realize either that uh, i thought it was uh, just a local i didn't even realize that they would like chained out like that i yeah, thought I mean it either. just was a local it's thing, like, like come to pittsburgh or, or die <laughs> you
2: know d- d- don't it's like it. skyline there's a fucking skyline in florida yeah but so they're just nobody cares we're out
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, come get yeah. this
2: anal grease here in florida Hey man, Skyline is a great oil change when you need it. <laughs> and you're like, I gotta clear I gotta clear house and start fresh. You go right with the skyline. <laughs> All right, man. Well let's talk uh let's get this out of the way before we get into it. So we unveiled a new a new topic or a new segment on our show.
3: On social media.
2: We mentioned this on Facebook today. We got Some interesting reactions. There's some people that are very excited about this.
3: Yes, and I'm very excited about them being very excited about this. Yeah, I have
2: such high hopes about this. So Scott and I are always trying to figure out ways to make this show better. It seems like every time we take a break, we come back with something that is like, all right, now we're going to do a new intro, and now we're going to do picks, but it's going to be kind of a weird way to do it. This break, we came up with something in the last hour, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Uh, And now, Craft Brood Sports Has a voicemail box that you can call and leave a message 24-7, 365, whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about sports. You want to talk about the beer you're drinking. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. You can call our voicemail box. Leave a message. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Call it up and fart. (laughs) (laughs) Don't care. Somebody has already threatened to do that. Kevin (laughs) Sullivan. Uh, (laughs) A good, uh, good friend of mine from back of the day, comedian from Cincinnati you now in Texas, said he's going to leave five minutes of farts, uh, which would be I'd, impressive. I'd laugh my ass off. I'd if also did that. play it on the show. <laughs> five minutes. We're in. We only got to come up with like another hour and ten minutes of material. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so call in with your best five minutes of farts. <laughs> <laughs> you too could be a podcast. Star. Uh, yeah. So
2: the number for those of you that that don't follow us on Facebook four four zero. 37 drunk. That's your number to dial four four zero area code 37 drunk and call it any time. And again, whatever you want to talk about, you want to rant about something, you want to rip on us. This is going to take the burn of the week to a whole new level.
3: Yes. In fact, I feel like this is going to get rid of the burn of the week through social media. Because it's going to be hard to really burn us through text when somebody can yeah. voice burn us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> voice burn us. Yes. <laughs> when you can take it right to <laughs> us on the voicemail, it, it's going to take the, the sting away from
2: the text. Well, since we unveiled this, we already have had a couple calls into the voicemail box. Speaking of burn of the week, uh, this one... It's up there as a, a good burn on yours truly. Uh, this is Big Vic calling, uh, A.K.A. my brother. He was the first one to leave a message, and this is the one that he left.
1: Hi, guys! Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> Love the show. I had a two-part question for Mike. Um, Mike, how does it feel to lose the craft brewed uh, sports bowl challenge? Uh, how do it feel to lose to your older brother uh, and follow up? Go
3: fuck yourself. <laughs> I also like the pause there where he... either couldn't remember that uh, sports was the third part of the I name of the show. I think he was trying or... to hold
2: in a laugh because you yeah. can hear that a little bit in the... He's like, the uh, question for Mike. Uh, <laughs> like he, he fought hard to hold that one in. He did a good job. Uh, that, was a good, that was a really good... I like the follow-up part. question
3: better than the first one, though. <laughs> I knew as soon as I heard
2: two-part question, I was like, he's going to tell me to fuck myself. (laughs) He's going to do it. That's what my brother does. Uh, But, yeah, that's a good burn. And he is right. He did beat me in the Craft Root Sports. Wait, hold
3: on. What? There was a picking of teams, and you lost. No not, way. I did not win, but... It's the first time in 2017, <laughs> the first of many, my have had. I did not come in last. Oh, wow. Well, that's a first. <laughs> so the only thing you've done on this show is come in last. <laughs>
2: we'll get to Miss Cleo's picks later. Here's where we are currently in the Bull Mania standings, which everybody has probably picked Alabama, so these are the... The final standings pretty much.
3: I'll give you a spoiler alert. I'm in first.
2: <laughs> Scott <laughs> is in the lead with twenty-five correct picks. Jim, super fan Jim, who set up the bull pick'em, is uh, in second place with twenty-four. So if he picked Clemson Way to, to win. If he picked Clemson to win, he could tie you. At least. Because you picked Alabama. So if he picked Clemson oh, to win it, yeah. he could tie you. Yes, he could. Potentially.
3: But he's dumb if he picked Clemson to win and they won't, so, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'll there just go go, ahead Jim. and take my crown. There you go, Jim. Uh, Big Vic is in third with 22. I am at 21, so I'm not that far behind you. At least you didn't Reggie Bush it. I did not Reggie Bush <laughs> it, and I'm tied with Scott from Detroit. Uh, he's a, a hockey fan. I'm impressed that he was able to get 21. Good work, Scott. Ooh, shit. Uh, and then number six, we'll go to six places here since we have a tie for fourth place. Fifth place, or I guess sixth, would be uh, Andy Trailing way behind at fifteen,
3: I I a solid f- ten <laughs> behind me. Andy, I get on my level. I've,
2: I feel like you could have just done the random pick generator and, and done gotten a better 15. job. <laughs> yeah, or you could have just picked all favorites and gotten <laughs> better than fifteen. I think if you had picked all favorites, you probably would be sitting at twenty-one and in fourth <laughs> place. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Because I realized how late it was and I was like, fuck! we're just going
3: to pick favorites and see how this, we're going chalk, baby. (laughs) (laughs) You got a number in front of you, you're the winner. And if your number's higher than the other number, you're definitely the winner. <laughs>
2: well and, and then I went to like break down. I was like, oh, we're going records. All right. You're, you're the five and seventeen, fuck you, I ain't picking you. You're... You got no shot. <laughs> yeah. So that's where that's where we're at. Congratulations, man, on fucking winning Something else. The bull pick. Ah, oh, fuck you, you dick.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would say maybe this is your year and you're gonna beat me at something, but it's already starting off as if you won't, so <laughs> Congratulations on that.
2: Well, we're going to I'm going to get you in the March Madness pick 'em. We'll Maybe. see. Maybe. We'll see. Uh for those of you that are listening in, we are going to do a March Madness pick 'em just like we do with so the So get that ready. One. Yes, be ready for it. We will be ready for it. We're not going <laughs> to yeah, fuck it no, up. I... Like this one, Jim, we appreciate you setting this one up for us, but uh we'll take care of it here. We're going to get it. Yeah, we'll March do Madness. our own
3: jobs this time.
2: Yeah. Might, might tap Jim, be like, hey, man, you do it for me, and then we'll take credit. We do need a producer for the show. We do need we a We do producer. a lot of work.
3: <laughs> a lot of heavy lifting.
2: <laughs> I had to fucking set up a voicemail box. Like Seriously. Since last night. Heavy lifting. And there's a lot of messages that come through there. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Some of them are going to be weird. We tweeted that number out. That may not be the smartest idea. Shit. Ever.
3: I didn't even think about that. <laughs>
2: it's like a free reign. Hey, anybody want this? Go ahead and take it. All right, so... You've got Alabama winning. Were you surprised by the uh, nope. the results of the semis?
3: No. Playoffs went about as I expected. We talked before the show. I thought Ohio State-Clemson would have been a little closer. I did pick Clemson to win, but I did not see a shutout. <laughs> very, yeah. very uh, not often that you see shutouts in football in general. It's very hard to do. Yeah. Even harder in a playoff game with two of the four best teams in the country. Arguably. And, yeah. Well, uh, yes. Very arguably, yes, the <laughs> outcome uh, essentially proved that maybe they got it wrong. But they either did. way, <laughs> either way, yeah. I I wasn't surprised at the the finales, but was surprised at how they got there. in that one, not surprised that Washington got it taken to them by Alabama.
2: No, I was actually surprised that Washington was kind of in it, sort of in that game. I mean, I know it was it, it and, was. Uh, that it Basically started zero <laughs> <order>. zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the final score was twenty four seven. I thought Washington was going to lose. by yeah, like fifty. But, yeah, I but thought they were going to Washington killed. scored seven
3: on the first, so that tells you all <laughs> you need to
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought they were going to lose by la- the, the fact that they held Alabama to twenty four is kind of crazy. Woo, moral victories. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why Lane Kiffin isn't
3: calling the uh, that's the right game for the championship game. Um, I you know was, what was most impressive to me was the Penn State-USC dude, game. Dude, what a good game. That that was the most what impressive game.
2: bowl game of all the
3: games. Yeah,
2: that was fantastic. Period. Well, I think Penn State came out with something to prove because they're like, you motherfuckers fucked up.
3: They definitely did. And after the way it ended, <laughs> I'd, I would have been more pissed off if I was a Penn State fan at oh, the fact man. that they weren't in the, the playoff.
2: Yeah. That was a oh, that was such a heartbreaking loss for Penn yes. State. But man, it was such a good game for the fans. And I think that's I made that joke was like, "Hey, if the uh if the CFP committee didn't get things wrong, we wouldn't have had this awesome Rose Bowl to watch." So Yeah. And part of me you. thinks
3: that that not that they know how it's going to go, but They're very happy when games like that happen in the quote-unquote meaningless bowl games because then they can still pump that as, oh, hey, you know, these games still mean something. They matter. There's still great football out there to be played and watched and yada, yada, yada. So it actually does benefit them when stuff like that happens. But still, it's it's nice to see good football in games like that that technically
1: don't matter.
2: Here's the thing that pissed me off about the Rose Bowl, and this is kind of a weird kind of aside, but... With the college football playoffs, the agreement was that the playoffs will be on New Year's Day if the Rose Bowl is one of the playoff games. So if the Rose Bowl is one of your semifinals, those games get played on New Year's Day. If the Rose Bowl is not one of the semifinals, those games get played on New Year's Eve, and the reason is they don't want to take the Rose Bowl off of New Year's Day. Yes, It's like, oh, it's a tradition, blah, 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 blah. But this year, New Year's Day falls on a Sunday, and they don't want to go toe-to-toe with the NFL, so they moved the Rose Bowl to fucking Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to fucking sit through a New Year's Eve. I mean, it worked out because it was Saturday, so you weren't, like, sitting there until after midnight watching a football game. But it was... Like that pisses me off that they're like, no, 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 we're not moving the Rose Bowl unless you're the NFL. Then we're going to move the Rose Bowl.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> no, I get it though, I, I get it. It's just how the calendar fell. And but it's, got a that shitty, little, it's, and a it's a shitty, it's week in the NFL. It's a it, people yeah, arrested starters. 17. Well, and I'd argue that any week this year in the NFL was shitty. Yeah, exactly. So there Go was head that. to head against. Them. Yeah, Fuck there it. was that. But I get their theory on why. I mean, for God's sakes, just as a random off tangent. This week I heard that the the PGA Tour is out here trying to move <laughs> their season and adjust things so that their their majors are sandwiched in between the end of the off season or the end of the NFL off season and the beginning of the season so that in September and October they're not playing majors that go up against NFL games. So I understand why sports are like, "Oh, we fear the NFL." I don't understand it. If I don't understand if they realize that they don't really need to do that as much no they anymore. don't they
2: really could go head to head like if you would put if you would put those semifinal games on sunday i would have rather watched that absolutely People any, would,
3: and i could have told you that if they would have if they would have stopped and thought about it yeah they'd they have been like oh wait it's and it's week 17 in the nfl there's not much going on a lot of that shit's decided right It's just the Niners blowing a chance to get the number one pick. (laughs) You know, it's whatever. It's the Browns losing in overtime and inexplicably still, you know, being the Browns. Yeah, they might have. But I get it from just a general, oh, my God, it's Sunday. We don't want to compete with the NFL. Like, that's just generally what they thought, and they don't even think through the rest of it.
2: So dumb, man. I hate it it so much. Like, fuck it. Go after the NFL.
3: Yeah, I, I would say from now on, especially, go after them. Yeah. With all you've got, like, hey, the, the baseball playoffs and World Series this year, way better than anything the NFL offered Absolutely. up 17 weeks. Yep. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Better than anything they offered up. And I'm somebody who says shorten the baseball season so that it doesn't go against the NFL, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Those playoffs this year in baseball proved. Oh, they were the best. And even if it was lightning in a bottle. I'd say, you know what, the the crown's there for the taking.
2: Yeah. Absolutely well, I mean, we've said it several times. The NFL is gonna fall.
3: And anti market against those fuckers. Do it. <laughs> I totally would. Like MLB, where there ain't concussions and they and players remember their <laughs> names when they're forty five. I would just be real blatant about it. Never mention the NFL by name, but just totally just throw jabs, whatever you like, could.
2: Just have all old baseball players like in a commercial where they're just like they're all hanging out and remembering the like, good old days playing chess and like talking <laughs> about
3: their grandkids. Yeah. And, and then just like one of them looks at walking. each other and is like Yeah, one of them looks at each other and is like, hey, none of us killed ourselves. <laughs> Weird, right? And then just keep going with the commercial. Like MLB. Where the former players don't kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the best. I'm coming money up with money. I'm coming up with all the
2: money ads in this show, damn it. Well this has been Craft Root Sports, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed it. How the fuck do we top that? How do we top that at this show?
1: <laughs> you just <laughs>
2: Hey, none of us killed him. Yeah, I know, right? That's great. (laughs) MLB. That's fucking brilliant. MLB, (laughs) no CTE. (laughs) You can even have fucking Doc Gooden in that and be like, Right? I was the worst thing in the MLB.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was addicted to crack and probably still am. Still better off than anybody (laughs) who played in the NFL.
2: Side by sides with like Doc Gooden and OJ. <laughs> hey. Uh, which one do you want your kids to grow up to be? Right? <laughs> Ugh, All right. All right. Listen let's talk some more about the NFL. I saw this article this week on FoxSports.com dot com and it made me laugh. They put every NFL team season <laughs> described by a movie title. Oh god. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh I at I first need I more was drink like, more beer. <laughs> At
2: first, I was like, all right, let's see what they got. So, uh, the usual suspects that went to the Patriots because they're always in the playoffs, 14 and 2, whatever. You're again the Super Bowl fan.
1: I get it. Ha ha, the usual suspects.
2: <laughs> Give me a team. Uh, well, why don't we do this? I'll do a, a name and then I'll do a movie name, and you tell me which team you think it is. Fair that? enough. All right. Uh, disaster movie the Browns Ooh, good guess but no this one went to the Jets
3: oh that's also a disaster
2: (laughs) mainly because uh, Jets wide receiver Brandon Marshall likened their season to wearing a dirty diaper I did (laughs) happen to see that on ESPN this week I did catch that it's like
3: it's a diaper that you've been wearing for hours and it never gets changed and I'm like having a child who's accidentally sat in diapers for too long you're like ooh, <laughs> i know it, how that ends up a bloody red mess <laughs> uh, about this one
2: uh great expectations classic movie
3: Great expectations, uh, the Jaguars. The Jaguars is correct, oh!
2: yes. Uh, they thought they were going to be decent this year and were the opposite S- of decent.
3: Swinging a miss. What <laughs> did they actually finish? 3-13. and 13. <laughs> Funny, because at the beginning of the season, I remember thinking, oh, you know what, the Jaguars in the shitty South, AFC South, they've got a chance to win like mm, six games, like seven games. That'd be respectable. Like nope. I didn't think that they were going playoffs because I did hear people, you know, as a chick yeah. playoff pick. But I thought, yeah, you know, that could surprise some people and maybe get close to 500. Nope. Just as shitty as ever. Three yep. wins. Terrible. <laughs> God. Uh, how about the Hurt Locker? The Hurt Locker.
2: Hmm. A lot of injuries. That's your... Uh, a lot of injuries.
3: Uh, well, the Niners suffered a lot of injuries, but nobody gives a shit about them. <laughs> uh, the Raiders suffered a lot of injuries at the end of the year. Uh,
2: I saw twenty-five percent of their roster is on injured list for the playoffs. Like
3: it, that's
2: the injury the report. Yeah, yeah.
3: Twenty-five percent of their roster is insane. Include, and as soon it. as you say starting quarterback, you're like, oh, that team doesn't have a chance. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Raiders. I don't know who the hurt luck could be. San Diego Chargers. <laughs> the one team that I called, that I called, <laughs> would lose to the fucking Browns. You did call I that. I called that You shit. called that. Week, right. I called that when it was like, what, week 10 or something like that? And we were looking at the rest yeah, of the we were season looking. And at I said... It. Of all the teams, the Chargers had the best we chance We had two to
2: do it. we had 2 weeks narrowed down. We said after the, Chargers, the bye week the with the Bengals and yep. then the Chargers. Those yep, absolutely. Um, bad Boys too. Who do you think that is? The fucking Cowboys. Yep, it's Jeez. the Cowboys. The boys are back. Um, do you think they
3: how do you think the Cowboys do this playoffs? Okay, totally taking out my co- Cowboy. Yes, remove Anti-Cowboy your Cowboy, Cowboy bias and just doing yes. this is solely So, I think, all right, so they have a first-round bye, obviously, so they don't have to play the first week. The second week, if they get matched up against, there's only (laughs) two teams, unfortunately, that I think they can beat them in these playoffs. The Patriots, who they wouldn't have to play into the Super Bowl, which would be my nightmare Super Bowl scenario. The Cowboys-Patriots is the worst possible Super Bowl outcome I could possibly think of. (laughs) But... The only, happen. Other te- right? the only <laughs> other team that I think that could beat them is Seattle. And Seattle, when, I think that their chances got really diminished when they lost um, safety, strong safety, uh, Earl Thomas. When yeah. they lost Earl Thomas, that was a huge blow to their chances. It definitely hurts. And that happened weeks ago, and I remember thinking, fuck, this is going <laughs> to <this is gonna laughs> hurt them from beating <laughs> Dallas in the playoffs. And that was before either team had clinched a playoff spot. But that's it. I, I really don't, I don't know the the only other team that I think, and it's only because they have a history of doing it and sneaking up on it, and they do have their number a little bit, is the Giants. The Giants could be the thorn in the Cowboy side because of familiarity yep. and because they've done it before. It's just because the Giants we've seen them come out of nowhere seemingly and run the gamut and win the win the whole thing. They could do it, but, I mean, it, it, if you're talking about just strictly NFC, you've got Seattle and you've got New York. Those are the only two teams that can stop Dallas from getting to the Super Bowl. Period.
2: So do you think either one of them stop them?
3: I do. I, to, again, taking my mind. You bias, don't have to say which one. You I, yeah, just, I don't you, know. So you don't, I don't think I don't, Dallas it makes it, it. I don't know how the matchups will play out based off who's going to win and who's going to lose. You don't know that prior to. So I don't know which one will end up playing. They're going to run into one of them one of them will beat them i think the right. giants are more likely to because of like i said the earl thomas thing but one of them will beat them i don't do think- i do not think like just totally strictly being non-biased i do not think that dallas will make it to the super bowl with a rookie quarterback
2: that's the I, other part I'm, I'm with you with. too. That's the. It is so tough to. Eventually, do. Dakota has to play like a rookie. Like right. He's not going to be. The law
3: of average is going to kick out at I the realize, absolute
2: worst time. I realize Dallas' line is fantastic. And Ezekiel Elliott is having an amazing season and doing crazy things. Eventually, Dakota Prescott is going to make.
3: Mistakes like he has to. He, he has is going to get Jordan memed, <laughs> and at the worst possible time. Well,
2: and that's the thing. he's So I know they've he's been Jordan memed already, but it yes, wasn't.
1: But it's it was, not. It was more
3: just. A, it's going to be a legit hey, just, Jordan yeah.
2: meme. No, you fucking. Lost.
3: Here's what's going to happen. Karma for Cowboys fans who wanted Romo out. Wanted Romo out. Wanted Romo out. Romo got out. They got the rookie. And they're like, yeah, because Romo always screws up at the worst possible time. And as much as I agree with them that Romo does screw up at the worst possible time, I still think he's the better option than yeah. than Prescott is at this point. And he's going to be, at the end of the day, Romo's going to be getting the last laugh because yeah. he's going to be sitting there thinking, y'all wanted me out because <laughs> I was going to make a boneheaded play at the worst right. possible time. <laughs> and, and here's, here's the kid. rookie who yeah. made a boneheaded play at the worst possible time. That's how I foresee this whole thing playing. Now, yeah. also as a Cowboys non-fan, that's totally how I want it to be. I totally want <laughs> some heart-crushing end of game. When Romo dropped that, that, that hole against whole, Seattle yeah, and didn't get in, and it was just this whole, you know, him sitting in the goal line all sad, I totally want that moment from Dak Prescott. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, excuse me, Dakota. Dakota. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for using his government name. name. Sorry. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: so, where do you think the Super Bowl champion comes from? Do you think it's AFC or NFC?
3: Oh, man. That's so tough. <laughs> because if if the Giants make it there, I feel like it's the NFC. I feel like the Giants are the only chance that the nfc has to win the super Bowl. really really so you don't think
2: anybody else in the nfc could win
3: no because i think they're gonna have a tough time getting past dallas like i think that the giants and seattle are the only two that can get there i think seattle's gonna come up just short so it had to be it has to be new york so new york's the only one that can come out of the nfc and they're really the only ones that i think could win the super bowl because i think even if dallas makes the super bowl they're gonna come up short that I really do. Like, I don't think... Like, I think... the Because I said, the Patriots are the other team that could stop them. And so if it's Patriots-Dallas, I do think that the Patriots would win that game. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. There's only one team that I think... Because if it's Giants against Patriots, I'm going to have to go with what history says and that the, the Giants have their number <laughs> when it matters most. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, other than that, it's like, in the AFC, I could make an argument for the Steelers and I could make an argument for the Steelers going home this weekend against the Dolphins. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that either way too. I, and, and then it's like, and I can make an argument with the Patriots, but without Gronk, I can make an argument for the Patriots even early too. I,
2: well, that's what that was going to be my next question for you. I guess it's not necessarily that question, but do you think Oakland has a shot? Nope.
3: <laughs> nope. If they had, if they hadn't lost their starting quarterback, if the the other brother hadn't gone down, <laughs> yeah. Which, how ironic is it that the first playoff appearance for him is against his brother's old team? Yeah, it's kind of the, the weird. lesser car yeah. ends up playing the, old, uh, the other. Side. Like that's just that's the football gods having fun with it. But anyway, <laughs> you, you take Derek Carr to the picture, and boom. I mean, you take the starting quarterback out of any playoff team. And say that they're going to do anything other than win maybe a game, and you're most likely crazy. But the Raiders were basically just built off the fact that Derek Carr played amazing this year. Yeah, he's gone. They're just—it's too much. They're going on the road. No, I don't think the Raiders have any shot. And I, even even with Derek Carr, I gave them—I would say they would have beat Houston. That'd have been about it. They, they were a one and
2: done. So you think team. they were losing to either the Chiefs or the, yeah. the Patriots? Yeah, or, no.
3: Because I mean, I, the other teams have much more experience, and that's a lot of times what matters. Most. I
2: think that's really overlooked. Like when people are picking who's going to go and, and who. I think. Experience is really overlooked. Which is a, why
3: I picked the Giants because they've been in this situation. Yeah. Even if you subtract some of the players and say, well, some of these players aren't, it, it matters about who the players are at the key positions who have been there. Like yeah. Eli Manning's Eli's been, been there, there for all yeah. of this. Like he knows how to do Odell it. Odell
2: Beckham's been there. He
3: No, this is actually his first playoff yeah.
2: It's his first playoff game? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why does it feel like he's been... Like, there for a long time? Yeah, like he's, he's been there forever. been there for
3: a little while, but the Giants haven't actually made the playoffs in the years that he's Nothing
2: been there. Nothing yeah. of importance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a fucking but asshole. No but, no, but they've got... like <laughs> You know,
3: it's fine. I mean, you are, but it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Black and Crayon. Uh, <laughs> but they've got... Crayon, signing off. <laughs> they've got guys that have been in the situation, even if the numbers are dwindling. Like, you, you just got to take that... It means more than I think people give credit. That's why the Steelers, where I say I can make an argument for them running through, because it's like they've got a bunch of guys who've been there, and they've got the head coach who's been through yeah. it. Like, that means a lot. And when you look at the Cowboys, they've got a bunch of guys who haven't been there, who right. haven't done it, and that's where there's stumbling back And the Patriots, they've got a bunch of guys. Been there, done that. Seattle, been there, done that. It ends up being like, the usual suspects. People want to try to convince themselves. The of... The usual suspect. Way to, it. It Way to tie it back in. Way to tie it back into total the whole topic. Of shit. <laughs> but
2: they—they they, that uh, was planned.
3: That's yeah, planned. I—I've been doing that for weeks. Working on. It. <laughs> uh, people want to try to convince themselves that you know these new teams are for whatever reason going to do it, and it's like no, it, it ends up boiling down to basic shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, gun to your head. Who's your Super Bowl champ?
3: I don't know, man. Cause it, it, it I, I feel like over the past few years, it's never been so wide open. Based off the matchups, yeah, the matchups are where it's going to determine this. Not, I don't think there's two clear cut teams anymore. Because I, I don't agree. think, like I said, the Patriots without Gronk are not what they are with Gronk, just an unstoppable force. And I don't, you know, I don't trust Dallas with all the rookies and the inexperience. I don't know. Who, who do, I honestly don't never, know who. Holy like, shit! Like there man. isn't a like favorite. I mean, it's easy to say yeah, the Patriots and you know pick a team in the NFC, but man, it's I can I can tell you right now who I don't think is going to win. Like who are in these playoffs? It's like Houston's not going to win, the Raiders aren't going to win. Uh, I, 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 Here, know. let's go
2: through the teams. You tell me yes or no that they're going to win. Okay, all right. So uh, Raiders, you said no. Houston, you said no. Yeah, they're out. Dolphins, no. Steelers, yes. Patriots, yes. Chiefs, yes. Okay, so you have three of the yes. three, three of the teams in three the AFC, in the AFC, AFC could have a win. legit shot. Yes. The Lions, nope. Jim, get them. <laughs> the Seahawks, yes. The Giants, yes. The Packers. <sighs> That's a team yes. that could. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Ah. I'm going to say yes, reluctantly. The yes. Falcons, no.
2: And the Cowboys. <laughs> depending on... Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, mean, I feel like... That's they, a question they, mark. That's they, a big you question know
3: mark. Okay, their ceiling, the Cowboys' ceiling is the Super Bowl, is getting to the Super Bowl. They're not winning it. I don't care who ends up in the Super Bowl from the AFC. They're beating the Cowboys if they get there. Okay, so
2: in that case, you have three... Teams on the AFC side who you were like, yep, they could win it. Yes. Three teams on the NFC side who could win it. Yes, one who could get there and fuck it up for the NFC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's basically what you've got this broken down to. Yeah, I would agree. But, uh, but
3: it's it's such a mi- it's mi- it's a mixed bag. Like the, I can make an argument for those six teams that I for sure said and then the one that I gave a reason why they wouldn't. Yeah, I can make an argument for any of those six teams. And if you told me there was a matchup of any of those six teams, I would be like, oh, okay, that makes total sense. Yeah, like there's no. No reason that I would say no, that that can't happen.
2: All right, well, don't make a pick on who is going to win it. Okay. We'll save that for a Miss Cleo yeah. pick later on. Yes.
3: Maybe we'll see. We
2: might be done with Miss Cleo by
3: then. <laughs> I better hide sufficiently that Miss Cleo is gone Man. and ridden off into the sunset.
2: <laughs> it's not gone. I'm still alive. I still have hope for now. Kind of. I've got some hope. Do you want to get into some Miss Cleo picks? Let's fucking let's let's talk about it. All right. Here's where we're at currently. Uh, Miss Cleo picks. I am standing at 15 and 13. Scott is at 18 and 10. So you have a three-game lead over me, which is much are...
3: closer than it seemed for most of the year. That's yes. for sure.
2: You have made it out like I didn't have a prayer.
3: That's and... because for most of the season I was kicking your ass. No, hang on.
2: Well, <laughs> yes, like, no, no, you weren't kicking my ass because it it was the three-game swing where you went over three and I went three and zero that. Really turn things
3: around. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That brought you back. But prior to that, I was kicking your ass. Yeah, by like three games. Yeah, but it was a lot when you're talking about only picking. <laughs> <laughs> when you're only picking two games a week, that's, that's a lot. A good point. That's, that's a what I'm point. saying. Yeah, like based we were off only the numbers, week, you were getting so. your ass kicked. <laughs>
2: so I don't even remember what our picks were prior to the last Doesn't show matter. of 2016. But yeah. that's where we're at currently. Uh, so let's get into some Miss Cleo picks for... this. This is This could be our last picks of 2017 our first and last picks of 2017 because with me being down three games i could lose two you could win two and it could be
3: over we're not gonna do that we're gonna we're gonna supply them with one more week of goodness at least i'm gonna nail my two i just hope that you do (laughs) so i'm (laughs) suggesting that you do so we break even and we give them another week of of, of
2: the of Cleoness. Cleo goodness. All right, well that's fair. I can I can take that challenge on. So here's what we're gonna do for this because we have limited NFL games and there's only a couple college games left. Rather than each of us picking a college and a pro game, I am going to pick two college games. Scott is gonna pick two pro games since I am more of the college fan. Scott is more of the pro fan. So I'll lead us off since I'm probably the one that has to lead off the Miss Cleo picks. <laughs> We're gonna start off with the FCS championship, Woo! Which is happening on Saturday. Normally, I don't give a fook about the FCS championship because, <laughs> like, oh, North Dakota State, whatever. Yeah, you're gonna win. North Dakota State is not in this uh, matchup anymore. Ooh, snap! They lost to <laughs> no James cars Madison. <laughs> no more Carson wins. No more Carson wins. North Dakota State is out. They lost to James Madison, even after James Madison suspended seven players. For that game. You know what's
3: funny? You know how mad those people are in North Dakota State? Like, if we had they're Carson like Wentz, like, fuck, we'd be you, in another championship You know how mad game. they are
2: that they're like, we fucking live in North Dakota. This is all we have to live for.
3: <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> now if we Carson Wentz that. was still here, we'd still have a reason to live. We don't even have that.
2: Speaking of places that don't have much to live for, the other team in the FCS championship is my hometown, Youngstown State. <laughs> the Penguins, so we right? The, the Penguins, yeah. yes. The Penguins coached by, do you know who coaches the Penguins now? <laughs>
3: it's not Jim Trestle. It is not Jim Tressel. He's the president He's there, the though. the president of the ah. university.
2: The coach is Bo Pelini. What? Former Nebraska coach. No, no, no.
3: I know exactly who is. He, he fell all the way
2: there. Not fell all the way. Yeah, fell. He He grew up in Youngstown, man. He's a yeah, youngstown guy. Sure. He went to Carne Mooney
3: High School, same high school I, that I went I, to. Yeah, no, no, I get that, but what I'm saying is nobody else wanted Bo after that shit <laughs> well, stint in Nebraska. <laughs>
2: Bo went first of all, it wasn't a shit stint. Nebraska fired him. <sighs> Nebraska fired him because he was winning nine games a year instead of ten. Which, all right, I give you, yeah. it's not that great. Yeah. But
3: yeah. come on, it was a shit stint comparative. And when you're talking about Nebraska, <laughs>
2: uh, I guess, I guess, historically, yes, yes not that great. <laughs>
3: But he's getting
2: paid $4 million a year to coach at Youngstown State. Oh, he's
3: making $4 million a year? The fuck it, Bo's winning.
2: No, he's making $4 million a year from oh, Nebraska. Oh, from Nebraska? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to
3: say. I was like, damn. Where did Yeah, I'm yo, pretty, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure YSU was
2: like, hey, man, we could give you like a couple bucks. And he's like, I don't even need it. Whatever. Just couple give it to the assistant. A couple Let's of give bucks to the free tickets.
3: <laughs> and a couple vouchers for beer. We'll,
2: we'll pay for your tuition for your kid at mm-hmm. Mooney. Like, is that cool? And he's like, that's cool with me. I don't care. But Bo Polini is going to lead Youngstown State over James Madison. Youngstown State is going to get their first FCS championship since Jim Tressel was there in the 90s. Shout out to Mike Latessa who left a voicemail message for us. He is in Frisco, Texas, right now, getting drunk at a bar, the Holy Grail, drinking with uh, people from James Madison. And uh, he said he was drinking them under the table. So I am going to go with uh, his premonition, and I'm going to take Youngstown State over James Madison in the FCS championship. Go Gwins. Gwin at all. <laughs> That's their hashtag. That's not that, me. That's that was about hashtag. as good as my. Uh, That's their earlier... hashtag. I didn't make it. it oh, okay, all they right. They enough. It. Hashtag Gwin. So you're not even
3: that creative. No. Okay, cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who you got in your first NFL game?
3: Uh, well, I I already said it. <laughs> you asked me who I thought had no chances. <laughs> first, one of the first ones you asked me in the NFC. Seahawks oh, over Lions. Oh, Jim, get em. Jim get him, Jim. You're gonna be mad, bro. Get up, Jim. I mean, it is what it is. The Lions are traveling cross-country to uh, a team that has been there before. Fuck Pete They know how to win. It's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Hey, I don't even want these motherfuckers to win. Look, I kind of hope I'm wrong. One, it gives you hope for another week. Two, it makes Jim happy. Three, I mean, Seattle's out. Like, It's a win for everybody if the Lions win. But they ain't winning that shit. Like, Shit Matt Stafford's man. been comeback kid this year. The Lions, are like, and I, I think, I think, if my memory serves correct, the last time that the, the Lions went to Seattle, they got fucked on Monday Night Football <laughs> on that call. It ain't going to come yeah. down to that this time. They ain't got to worry about no fucked call. They just going straight up lose. Sorry, Jim. That's just how it is. Get him, Jim. I, I Get him. Bruh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike said off air, fuck everything Detroit. So there's that. <laughs> All right, moving on. Even to this beer. Thing. He said, fuck this beer. I know it's from Detroit,
1: but fuck it.
2: Hey, we didn't get to Consumer Can It. You don't know what I said about this beer. Off air, I know what you said. <laughs> Cran Cran is on board with Black and Cran so far. <laughs> oh, Black and Cran is back now. <laughs> All right, my next pick, the only other college game going on this week, uh, the FBS championship game. Who that is? We got Bama versus Clemson. I I mean, <laughs> do I have to do this? I mean, I Look, don't
3: The only the only thing about this game is that this is the game we all thought from the beginning of the yep. season. It's very yep. rare that we can call a championship game and it's the game that everybody wanted. Everybody yep. wanted to they wanted see the rematch. The rematch. Yep. I mean, I wanted to see the rematch. As much as I hate Alabama, as much as I hate Nick Saban, as much as I don't want them to win another title, I wanted to see the rematch if only because Clemson was that close and they were right there and they ugh, they really should have done it. Yeah. And, and now everything suggests that there's no way that they win this game.
2: I, and I think it'll be close. And I say that because everybody is just writing this one off. Well, and, because, and they've been writing it off well, for st- weeks. I but mean, they
3: still have the same formula that... That gives Alabama problems, like it's essentially still the same team. It <laughs> like, is. Yeah. Both teams are coming back. It's again rare that you see that where it's like yeah. the key components of each team is still in place. So we talked about
2: I mean we talked about this with the NFL. I think that could be the issue for Alabama. You've got Hertz as your quarterback who's a freshman. Eventually yes. he could look like a freshman. He's still eventually my
3: nuts. Well, he's, I mean, looked he's looked, like a, looked a like a freshman a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just—is he going to look like so a freshman at good. the worst possible time?
2: Right at the point where you don't need it to. I think Bama's defense is just so good. Yeah. No, the I rest mean, and
3: the rest of the team in general to is not give so up principled. a touchdown in
2: November—you didn't give up a touchdown in November.
3: <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? But here's the and here's the deciding factor.
2: Granted, it, there's like one like FCS school mixed in there.
3: Throw everything out the window. We talked about it before the show started. Clemson has been all over the place all year. Some weeks they look great; they yeah. look like the Clemson of last year, just dominant. Other weeks you're like, "What the fuck?" It, that that team's going to lose to somebody
0: shitty. Yeah.
3: And, and then the next week again, they look dominant. Alabama has looked the same. Has from looked Word, Bama. Go. Yep. It's. It, it, there's been no. There's been nothing Bama, non-Bama about it. They've taken care of every single thing. There's, been, there's nothing to make anybody think that. I Alabama like that you've
2: made up. my pick for me, but yes, I
3: would agree with. I it. thought you made it before. I thought you said Bama. <laughs> I thought, no. I thought we made the pick I've back when we started the yeah, show. We like, did start, yeah. <laughs> Bama's going to be in the national championship. And they're going to win it. I believe I picked Bama to win the national championship. I think we back both did. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, and for good reason. And
2: uh, just throwing this out there, if we're looking at uh, top fours that we had predicted.
3: Uh, yeah, I, you got yours. You I got predicted th- all four. You got, all, got all four? All four of them. Okay, so out you of, were out, out of the A eight. little bit. In the prediction game, you're uh, one out of three. Congratulations. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, let's, uh, let's make that two out of four because I, I think Bama beats Clemson. I think it's going to be close. I think the game will be close. It will be competitive. But I think uh, uh, who the fuck is Steve Sarkeesian is the new offensive <laughs> oh, coordinator. Jesus. Just I'm trying to remember who used to be no, a yeah, USC head no, coach. I was going to say, the sloppy
3: seconds, oh, they <laughs> always follow yeah. each other. Yeah, whoever Yeah,
2: whoever used to be the USC head Wherever coach. Wherever I is, go, uh, he goes. <laughs> So a bam over Clemson and a close one. Who you got for your second game?
3: Uh, well, they may not have any clue what a mammal or a fish is. <laughs> but there's no way in hell that the Steelers are losing to the Dolphins. None. I, the Dolphins aren't even... It, Tannenhill's hurt, so they don't have their starting order. Another one of these teams without yeah. their starting quarterback. And even if they had Tannenhill, Fuck it. I give them Dan Marino in this game. <laughs> They ain't beating the damn Steelers. <laughs> they're just not. So the Steelers, they're going to win this one running away. Uh, it's going to be another one of those Antonio Brown specials where uh, we put up a gif of him freaking it, doing <laughs> doing doing three or more pumps in the end zone and getting flagged for it. Uh, on the, going, uh, picture. going
2: full on Hingle McCringle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like
3: getting the three pumps and getting the flag. <laughs> and the, the Steelers will have this one won easily.
2: All right, there you go. There's our first Miss Cleo picks of 2017. I've got... Remember when Miss
3: Cleo used to... We used to channel her and shit. Now we're just Yeah, now we're just like... Now we're We're just just like... We're just like Mike and Mike giving predictions. We
2: started off channeling Miss Cleo. Then I kind of took the left turn where I was like, fuck you, Miss Cleo. I do it (laughs) myself. But we still had like funny stories to go along with it. And now it's like... Regular picks. No, nah, I was going to say, now we're now just it's breaking it boring down. Fucking now picks. we're just breaking it down like regular asshole the, podcasters. The exact thing that we were trying to go <laughs> against. You know what I did? I blame that podcast that we guested on because that <laughs> threw us for <her> a loop. <laughs> We should have done fucking Miss Cleo Picks for that podcast we guessed on. The sports dance. Shout that would've out. been
3: that actually would have been hilarious. To do Miss Cleo Picks and they'd have been like, What the fuck like, was what that? What the fuck did they just No do? context. Yeah. Just
2: all right. we right. talking to just talking Cl- about Miss <laughs> Cleo. <laughs> it's like, uh, all right guys, thanks for letting us do these picks and so we're gonna get into it right now. And they're like, What the, they got fucking? They music? got music for their <laughs> guest picks. <laughs> <laughs> God damn right we do. All right, Miss Cleo. Let's see what happens. They're like, Are they talking
3: about Miss Cleo? She died like eight years ago. What the hell? I gotta go listen to the whole back catalog to figure out what the hell their picks are.
2: No, that's when people are just like, I ain't listening to that bullshit. That show sounds terrible.
3: That's true. <laughs> those assholes who right. guest starred on sports stands,
1: never have them again again. <laughs> they were awful.
2: I could just see those dudes like it would it our segment would click off and it would just be silence for like ten seconds. <laughs> Then we they had was,
3: they would just be like we had picks this week, but <laughs> the guys who were supposed to do them really <laughs> fucked us, so we don't have any picks this week.
2: <laughs> oh shit! Uh, yeah, so we're just doing stupid picks. Why is you over James Madison? I got Bam over Clemson. Scott has the Seahawks over the Lions. Get them, Jim, and the Steelers over the Dolphins. Come get me, Jim. Which get at me. Are mammals not fish?
3: <laughs> you and me, baby. <laughs>
2: Ah, that's a that's an interesting transition for you. Do it <laughs> again
3: now, because we did have
2: another voicemail oh,
3: shit. that
2: came through.
3: Nope, that'll be it. We've uh,
2: that's Craftroot Sports for this also, first week in Also, We haven't even fucking done consumer Canada. You we can't don't just need close to. We're out. The show. See you uh, all later. <laughs> <laughs> you busted out the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one came through also from Big Vic. Uh, it, this is also a contender for burn of the week.
1: Uh, he's got Mike, long time listener. First time caller, um, really enjoy the show, uh, and just looking forward to 2017. Uh, I just had a question for you guys. Just wondering if you guys are going to elaborate any more on Scott's love of big black cock. Thank you.
3: The <laughs> emphasis that you put on cock. The, the, the <laughs> emphasis right there. Would you care to elaborate on your love of big black cock? If we're talking about sports and (laughs) dicks, (laughs) we'd rather see flopping around. Receive. Oh, wait. I thought you said receive. I was like, wait. I didn't. I never agreed to that. Calm yourself. (laughs) Don't get too excited in 2017. There's a lot of beer flowing, (laughs) a lot of questions asked. I, I stand behind. Go listen to that last show from 2016 and tell me I'm wrong. You are wrong. No. The, the pick is always
2: the least amount of contact. No. Why would you... If you're watching Sports We're not going to make naked, this a
3: long-standing <sighs> argument. It's whatever. If you're watching you Sports want, naked, You want the most bang for your buck. That's the, no. that's the rule in life. No. That's no. why the $5 dollar, dollar menu exists. When it,
2: <laughs> when it comes to dicks flopping around, you want the least amount of contact. Baseball is the correct answer. <clears throat> Every time. Every time. Why would you... Why? Why... There is a move in basketball where a dude literally backs up into another dude, essentially twerking on him. Imagine those two dudes naked now. You want to watch that. That's what you said. Here's another voicemail from Vic. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do this one quick before we get into Consumer Candidate.
1: Hey, Mike, and Scott. Long time listener. First time caller. I was calling in. I wanted to talk to you about Canadian soccer, a.k.a. hockey. I just want to know which sport is queer, hockey, soccer, or NASCAR. Uh, I'll take my answer off of the air. Thanks.
3: <laughs> well, there, there's your reason why you don't need to worry about going after me, Jim. <laughs> you have Vic Berlin to go after. <laughs> get, get him, Jim. Get him. And, and Tyson, feel yeah. free to jump in on that one. I, I think, I think we got line. the hockey tag team tandem to uh, go right after Vic on that one. Four four
2: zero thirty seven drunk let us know what you think.
3: What is the queer sport, hockey, soccer? After that or... call, Jim don't even remember that I picked the fucking Seahawks. He's like, what? Oh, I remember him. Canadian got... Canadian soccer. Canadian soccer. That
2: motherfucker. You son of a bitch. He flipped a table in his own house. He was like, this motherfucker. I knew all those burlongs were like.' He just took off gloves and looked for the first person to hit. To answer the question, I would say NASCAR. Queerest of the three. Of the three, hands down, <laughs> as a as a bonehead question, Na- NASCAR
3: is the worst. First of all, it's not a sport, so no, we've been it over. It shouldn't be didn't, considered. Didn't we go over that on this show? We might have. Yeah, no, and if we didn't, NASCAR is not a sport. NASCAR is. So, any of you listening who think NASCAR is a sport, that's cool. You're wrong. And I think
2: I think if we're going hockey or soccer, even though I broke my ankle and have nine screws in my leg because of soccer, hockey is definitely the more. Uh, Less of a bitch sport than I think soccer. he said queer. Queer. Yeah, that that was what yes. he said. So soccer is definitely the queer sport. Yeah. Drew, I'm sorry, man. I know Drew's going to get all fired up on that one. But between hockey and soccer, you're fucking on ice and dudes are hitting you. That's less queer than soccer. And there's no
3: flopping in, so- in hockey. None. In soccer, it's like yep. every single play. And I love me some soccer, but they flop like sons of bitches. I I I can't judge
2: it on flopping because if that's the case, then the NBA is uh, the queerest of them all. Too That's a that's a fucking queer ass flopping. I sport. see you, LeBron. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Let's figure out what we think of this beer. Consumer can it? Some consumer can it? Consumer right. can
3: it? First time in 2017.
2: First time. Brought to you by Firefan. Fan. Uh, it's uh, a cool app. Go download it. It's on iOS
3: or on Android. You can pick all the plays while the game's going on. It's pretty fucking cool. It's another way to beat Mike at something if you're trying to find reasons to beat him. You don't really need to find ways. It's pretty easy. But if you're looking for another way to cement that you beat Mike at life you can you got download proof of it you fan. can
2: screenshot it and fucking tweet it at me and make fun of me
3: for it that's fine i don't give a shit you could screenshot uh, sk- it but you could also call into the show <laughs> you can leave a message about how much ass you beat
2: Four four zero thirty seven 37 drunk uh, and tell us about how much you beat my ass in some fire fan download the app when uh, it asks you for your uh, code word enter craft beer all one word, capital C, capital B, craft beer, and... Uh, help out the show you love. Yeah, you, you help us out. So, Scott, I'll throw it to you, man, for the first consumer candidate of 2017,
3: Blocking Cran by Atwater Brewery. Woo! I'm going to show Detroit some love on this one, but it was... It, it's It got off to a rocky start. Yeah. <laughs> 2017 did not get off to a smooth start <laughs> when it comes to the beer, because... I'm not going to lie, That first, those first few sips were bitter, and I was leery of drinking the next three beers after those first two sips. Yeah. But not only did it get smoother afterwards, it actually got damn good, and the cranberry and the stout mixed well together to where, I don't know if it's one of those things where, <laughs> you know when you you're little and you're like, I hate insert whatever it is here that's, like, really good for you. It, yeah. Even though it, like, tastes like shit. Yeah. And then later on, you're like, yeah, it, it actually is good, and I, I really like that. I, I, I'm blanking on something that I can, like, actually nail down that happened for me like that. Any vegetable ever. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. <laughs> but I was, you know what? I, was, I wasn't that picky about vegetables when I was a kid, so it's, like, hard <laughs> for me to do it. And it, it, the one that I was is, like, peas, but I'm like, nah, peas still suck dick. and they, They're awful. <laughs> I don't care how good they offer right, you. They taste might. You put enough Terrible.
2: butter on peas and they're all right. Nah,
3: I don't give a shit. You put enough <laughs> butter on anything and it tastes all right. Back up on that, everybody. I don't want anybody calling saying, Oh, you put butter on a dick and it's all right. Anyway. drum <laughs> <laughs> But back to the beer. Scott makes peas and dicks. <laughs> I say that black and cran is a consume. Even though that trust me those first few sips you're gonna be like damn that is one bitter ass cranberry
2: yeah i would like to try it in a glass uh rather than in the bottle to see if i have a different experience i gotta be honest man it it never got much smoother for me it's so overwhelming in the crayon taste it it is it is like a lot and i'm i'm somewhat disappointed because I really like my bourbon barrel aged beers and I really uh-oh, wanted uh-oh. some bourbon did barrel did we not
3: only find our first can but our first bourbon barrel aged thing that Mike Berlin does not like
2: no I'm still gonna s- consume it oh okay <laughs> well, <never> <laughs> <mind>. <laughs> I'm gonna consume it That's a whole lot of build up <laughs> for nothing <laughs> I know I was like don't interrupt right now cause it's not gonna work out how you think it is <laughs> But it's, it's, all right, so I went in with higher expectation. I think that's my problem. It's the Pliny the Elder effect. I was like, ooh, cranberry, which I like cranberry juice, uh, and it makes me think of The Departed, Love. and that scene, scene in The Departed when he's like, eh, eh, cranberry juice. My girlfriend gets it when she's got her period. <laughs> it's a natural diuretic. What do you got, your period? I laughed, and literally thinking of that scene when I saw this in the, in the store. <laughs> so it, I... I had high expectations. I was like, bourbon barrel age and it's cranberry? Fucking this is gonna be great. I don't think it's great. I think it's good. I don't think it's great. Mm. Not enough bourbon barrel flavor for me hey, as no, somebody who is like. I will say it's consumer it they're,
3: they're, they're, And I'm don't consuming. No, exactly. no, no, but I'm saying yeah. we don't give degrees. And right. I will say that this is a consume. This isn't a great beer by no. any means. This is this, this is isn't. a good enough beer to try, and that's all I'll say. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't even think that I would buy this. To, like, sip on, uh, like, other than that, like, on just a random, like, hey, I had that one time, let me try it again. Like, this is not a beer that I would go to multiple times. It's definitely not that type of beer.
2: No, it's a, it's, I think it's a beer people should try, though. Yes. If you see it in a bar, if you see it on tap, fucking order yourself one. Well, and especially if you like cranberry. Yeah, if you like cranberry, or if you're on your period, it's probably a good beer to try. Because it's a natural diuretic, i <laughs> are <And,
3: laughs> gonna shit your brains out right after you have this beer. No, it's, it's not definitely what diuretic. Means. <laughs> what? <laughs> it sure is. Diarrhea, diuretic, right? Huh? Long time listener, for time <laughs> caller.
2: <laughs> Fuck it, we're ending it right there. This been consuming or can it? Brought <laughs> to <runs laughs> you by Fire. <laughs> Oh, shit. I do like the idea, though, of us being called Black and Crayon. I do. Can that <laughs> stick? Maybe we should mean, put up a poll on uh, Twitter. All right. We're going to tweet that out. We're, we'll tweet it out after this episode airs. Should we keep the nicknames Black and Crayon? Yes. And I'm <laughs> I, voting yes. I'm voting yes. yes. I think it's pretty fucking cool. What up, Crayon? <laughs> what up? <laughs> uh, am I, can
1: I call you
3: that? Black. Oh <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I would set you up on that one. Oh, yeah. That's not good.
1: Well yeah, fucking back <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> I'm just gonna start single go back I'm gonna start singing Frank song. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna use the N word. <laughs> Wow, we totally went <laughs> off on a tangent. If you didn't watch Sonny, you have no idea what go the going Go watch.
2: All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to end this show. Everybody's going to go to their FX Now app and go watch It's Always Sonny. I watched whatever. that episode twice. I've watched it three times. Now. I was watching it when you came over nice. today.
3: I was doing dishes watching that episode. <laughs> it's <again>. good stuff. <laughs> you it's... have got to have a sense of humor, though, for that to be funny. <sighs> yeah, you do. Yeah. But I mean, if you room. take yourself too seriously, not gonna find no. a it. <laughs> I mean, that's Sonny in a nutshell, but yeah. this episode specifically. Whenever Sonny <laughs> touches race, you definitely <laughs> better have a sense <laughs> of humor, you're gonna be like, oh, that's offensive <laughs> as fuck.
2: I just wanna know what are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dad. This is really racist. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the first episode of Craft Sports for twenty seventeen. Thank, we thank had you. Fun, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Uh, what? Make we sure- are back! We're, we are back. Hopefully back for good. We'll see. Uh, you know, dad stuff gets in the way, but we'll see how we do <laughs> coming out of the gate here in January. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sports. You can follow me at Mike Berlon. Follow Scott at K underscore junior. Same Twitter handles. New year. We don't give a fook. Follow us on Facebook. Hit up the phone line, 440-37-DRUNK. drunk Anything you want to talk about, rant, whatever, I don't give a shit. Call in, leave us a voicemail. It's going to be awesome. We'll play you on the air. Thank you guys very much. Cheers, everybody. We out.